We arrive at Good Friday like that marathon runner that turns the corner and sees the finish line about a mile away. It's taken all that we've got to get here. And we come to this moment with a handful of promises that we made earlier in Lent, some kept, some broken, about desires to journey in faith, in reflection and closer to God and to Jesus, to this moment with his closest friends, with his mother at the foot of the cross. The entire drama of the Christian story confronts us today in the narrative of a shady arrest in the middle of the night, an unjust trial and conviction, friends scattered in fear, and the death penalty dealt in the cruelest of forms. It is on Good Friday that Christians remember in the most vivid way that at the center of all history lies the mystery of the incarnation. God made flesh and that flesh dying on the cross. In many ways, the past year has also become a pivot point in our own stories. A year ago at this time, we were making our way into a pandemic that had us commemorating Holy Week and the Tritium in very different ways, remotely, in our homes, through the internet, in whatever ways our churches could muster, or visiting other churches through their online programming as interlopers. In many ways, with over 500,000 plus COVID-19 deaths in the United States, we surely feel like we are at a turning point, if not the center of our stories. A year ago at this time, I too met with what would be a pivot point in my own story. My 92-year-old mother had moved in with me about two weeks before Holy Week, at a time when it became clear that she was being consumed by a very aggressive form of dementia. On that Good Friday morning, my mother slumped over on her wheelchair at the breakfast table in what seemed like a coma. We moved her to her bed and had the priest come and anoint her with the anointing of the sick, something he had to do from his car outside her window because of COVID protocols only coming in to uh, anoint her with oil in a cotton swab. In a way, that day was also the center of her story. She awoke overnight between Holy Saturday and Easter morning, angry with me, demanding to know why I had brought her back from death. The lady was upset. She claimed she had been with God and it was beautiful and peaceful. She died a little bit over a month after that. We recreate the drama of salvation every year, the tritium, that journey that begins on Holy Thursday, moving us through Good Friday and concluding with the Easter Vigil, echoes the story of salvation. From the creation of all that is seen and unseen through the glorious resurrection of Christ, Victor. But at its heart, the journey of Holy Week and the Tritium is also the humble walking with Jesus of Nazareth at his most vulnerable at his most abandoned, at his most scorned, at his most afraid, at his most sorrowful 
for those whom he loved the most, through the agony of a broken and wounded body, and unto death on a cross. In the readings for today, the prophet Isaiah stirs our imagination, describing the miseries of the suffering servant. He says, He was spurned and avoided by people, a man of suffering accustomed to infirmity, one of those from whom people hide their faces, spurned, and we held him in no esteem. Yet it was our infirmities that he bore, our suffering that he endured. Isaiah's description of the pain, scorn, and suffering of this person could very well be this past year for so many of us. We have seen our loved ones overcome with the infirmity of COVID-19 and succumb to it. We ourselves have become sick, some of us with long-term effects that have significantly changed the way we go about our everyday lives. For others, the infirmity of this past year is reflected in deepening mental health struggles for us or our family members, the loss of jobs and the inability to pay for housing or even groceries. Isaiah's imagery holds us because the servant's suffering is our suffering too. In it, we can feel seen, validated, embraced by this key text of salvation history. The story of Jesus' passion in the Gospel of John also engages the imagination as we remember and actively participate in the retelling of the central event in all of history. John's ongoing play with the phrase, I am, coming from Jesus' lips at various moments, reminds us that this is God made flesh, the great I am, taking on our suffering, wagering all for the love of the creature. Having already rehearsed the passion during the gospel on Palm Sunday, we come to my favorite moment in the entire liturgical year, at hearing of Jesus taking his last breath. We all kneel as we are able and we pause in silence. At the center of all history, a moment marked by profound vulnerability and unjust suffering, we are brought to our knees, our wager of faith hanging on the cross, lifeless and torn. Surely the news of over 500,000 dead, the utterance of the words, I can't breathe, by our African-American brothers and sisters, the death of a Capitol Guard during the insurrection in January, the death and suffering of our loved ones, our mothers, our aunts, our brothers, our friends, our lovers, the pain of natural disasters not addressed. These moments that center our history bring us to our knees. On Good Friday, our being brought to our knees for what seems like every day of our lives finally makes sense, as the one who reconciles all in all also dies our death and breathes his last. May the entire story of creation and all of our unique stories be reconciled in Jesus the Christ, crucified and risen.